I'm a fanatic about our customers getting taken care of. I'm a fanatic about the husbandry of our animals. I'm a fanatic about the presentation of the store and how it looks so that the customers do have a good experience. Over the years, Sandy and I developed, as she said early on, lots of training methods and operations. just a regular gym routine. When was the last time you checked on your financial fitness? If you're feeling like you're falling behind, Ed Sedell is here to help with The Retirement Trainer, a podcast about helping you get into better financial shape. Every week, Ed talks about things you need to know to become more financially fit for your future. Learn about things like how much money will you need, financial mistakes other people often make, and how you can avoid them. Plus, details on The Retirement Fitness Plan, a plan Ed personally created to help you get to and through retirement by focusing on five key areas of your financial life. Learn more about the retirement fitness plan when you visit egsifinancial.com and click on processes. Then subscribe, follow, and listen to The Retirement Trainer on Apple Podcasts, your iHeart app, or whichever podcast platform you prefer. It's The Retirement Trainer with Ed Sedell, a podcast about helping you become financially fit for your future, no matter what financial shape you're in now. 2020 has been a challenging year for a lot of people, in particular small businesses. EGSI Financial believes in giving back to the community that has supported us for nearly 20 years. That campaign is called Giving Back to Small Business, and as part of it, we'll be highlighting two small businesses every month on our podcast, Ed Sedell, The Retirement Trainer, which is on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple Play, everywhere you listen to podcasts, to learn about these small businesses and what kept them going and succeeding during COVID-19. Our goal is to promote and learn the lessons of these small businesses to help other small business owners draw upon their experiences and lessons and learn to enhance their own current situation. Today, we have Bill and Sandy Weimer joining us on our podcast. Bill is the founder and president of Aquarium Adventure right here in Hilliard, Ohio. And together, Bill and Sandy have built a fantastic niche business. This is Leanne Sedell, and here to help us with all our questions and give us some guidance to help us stay in the best financial shape possible, the retirement trainer, Ed Sedell. Hi, Ed. Hi, Bill. Hi, Sandy. Hey, Leanne. Bill and Sandy, hey, thank you guys so much for joining us today. I really appreciate it. Thank you for asking us. Our pleasure. Well, you you know, I wanted to have you guys on because you guys are a really uh, great example of putting as many irons into the fire at one time, moving your business. And then at the end of that move, you had COVID-19 it, you had all these things up in the air. And so I, we just want to learn more about you guys, your business, um, and, and how you do what you do, because it really is a niche business. Um, and to be, you know, as successful as you are right now and have always been is, is just something I think we can all learn from. So first of all, how did you guys get into the business? Well, um, myself, hi everyone, this is Sandy. Myself, I, in my heart, have always been an artist, entrepreneur spirit. I love marketing, I love merchandising, um, and I love retail. I've got a really strong back growing up in retail, and um, I love putting those pieces together from um, a customer perspective. Mm-hmm. And um, to me, um, and then we'll let Bill tell you about how, what, how, how he got into this, and so the puzzle pieces will fit nicely. I 
always wanted to have a public aquarium where people could basically travel the, the world seeing fish from all these different continents and around the world, different oceans. And I wanted to be able to do that so customers could see them. And then when they were done, they could actually take some fish home and have their own aquarium at home. Mm-hmm. So I've kind of got that scientist black and white kind of thing. And then Sandy's got <laughs> all the color and, you know, the retail merchandising aspects so that they kind of just kind of went together really well, actually. It's been really exciting. You know, we're a married couple, obviously, and um, we've been married for 30 years. So uh, we wow. survived it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, being a couple in a in retail is a challenge in of itself. But you've got to be passionate about what you do. And I think the rest kind of falls into place. And, and we have learned so much in this business, more than just about fish. Yeah. I mean, you guys, um, well, first of all, the, Sandy, I, I can't even tell you, it's so appealing when you walk in, you know, your, your old store, the new store, you know, there on Cemetery Road in, in Hilliard. I mean, it is just, it's open, it's eye-catching, um, and you guys have done a really great job of just not... Um, it's an experience. Yeah, that's what I right? was just going mean, to say. I mean, it's really an experience. Um, even to the point, you know, years and years ago, I don't know if you guys remember, but um, I, I brought the Cub Scout pack in there. Um, <laughs> and you, you let the boys, you know, uh, put their hands in the water. And I, I mean, it was just, it really was an experience. And I think that's, you know, really what sets you guys apart from, you know, a lot of the other, you know, um, uh, stores like yourself where people just go in and, and buy a buy fish, fish or an yeah. aquarium or whatever. It's completely yeah. different. We, we learned uh, years ago that um, retail, especially brick and mortar, and that's of course a difficult situation. So many stores are, have gone or gone under because of online shopping, mm-hmm. but um, good brick and mortar stores survive because they are experienced stores, retail experience. You have to have a reason for customers to come in and enjoy. It's almost like entertainment. And uh, that's kind of what Sandy and I tried to do with Aquarium Adventure over the years is make sure it was that entertainment aspect and experience to come to the store. Well, all right. So, Sandy, we know your background in retail and, and kind of more on the the being an artist and the creative side, which shows as soon as you walk in. But, but Bill, what's your, what's your background? Well, I went to school at, at FIT in Melbourne and got a degree in marine biology. So, Ever since I was uh, a teenager, I've always wanted to be Jacques Cousteau, I guess. And, uh, <laughs> not many young people know who Jacques Cousteau is, so I kind of date myself, I'm afraid. But, well, uh, apparently all of us, because we all got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, swim with the dolphins kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it, it really is. You know, and you guys... When, when you go back and you, you look at the, the employees and, and the tenure of, of a lot of the employees, they've been there for such a long time. I mean, you know, obviously that speaks of, of you two, right? Because you've developed a culture where people just don't want to leave and they enjoy what they're doing. So what do you attribute that to? I think a lot of them um, just like what they do. You know, um, being a specialty retail store, a niche retail, as you had said earlier, they enjoy aquatics. They enjoy teaching, you know, and an awful lot of our business is about teaching. You know, you can send an aquarium home, but unless you know how to set it up and uh, monitor it and the right kinds of fish put together and you're not going to be successful. So that's what we want. You know, we want people to be successful with their aquariums. We just don't want to send them home with a bag of water with a goldfish in it and a goldfish bowl. (laughs) Well, I can tell (laughs) you. That's not right. 
<laughs> We've tried that. I, I was just going to say, I, I can I can name off at least half a dozen uh, people who have attempted to have aquariums, and without the education, you are destined to fail. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and actually, we you know you know all fair. We have a lot of uh, friends of ours that that you know go to you guys and you take care of them, and it's you, you can definitely tell the difference uh, between going to a. Uh, a pet store and, and getting goldfish in a bowl and, and, you know, going to a place like aquarium adventure. I mean, it really is. And, and I'm not just talking about the experience, the, the people that you have there and, and how they welcome and, and how they serve everyone. I think Sandy's right. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but um, we do have people there because they like what they're doing. And we've never really had a, a huge challenge in finding people to work at the store because, uh, it's such a fun thing to do. And and when we do get them working in stores because they enjoy aquariums, uh, so it's easy to find special people. But you have to be able to keep them. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, they become family to us. All of those staff members um, are family for, for Sandy and I. And we take good care of them. We listen. We, we try and make things as, as nice as possible while we're working at the store. So they enjoy being there. And I think it's a big part of why we have people who have been there 23 years, 20 years, 18 years. Yeah, it is. It's that's speaks volumes to you guys. Um, well, so I think Bill is a teacher too. I do want to add that. Um, Ed, Bill likes to train, you know, mm-hmm. and so their training is important to Bill and to myself and to other staff members. You know, we spend an awful lot of time training people new people that come in and, you know, we train, we don't take that for granted. We never say, you know, we're not going to hire them because they don't have experience because if, if they love it and the attitude is right and they know fish, we can teach them just like we teach our customers. And so I think training um, is also a big part so that you can feel comfortable what you're doing. And that makes a big difference yeah, rather than just throwing does. people in. You basically make, you know, mini-me's out of both of you guys by being good trainers. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. know about that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, so obviously training is as part of your process, but I, I mean, you don't get to the size that you are and, and, you know, get to where you are today without having, you know, different processes and procedures in place. And, um, and Bill, I know, you know, from experience, I mean, you, you like to have things in place. And so other people, well, no, that's, that's an entrepreneur. I mean, that's the big, you, that's the only way you could be successful is to have those processes in place. So training's part of it, but what are some of the other processes that you've implemented over the years, you guys that have, you know, really gotten you to where you're at today? And, and, you know, obviously they continue to evolve and change, but what are some of those? Well, I think one of the things that Sandy and I both learned early on about business was to become a fanatic. And I'm probably going into what you were talking about there, Ed. I'm certainly a fanatic. I mean that that as a compliment, right? It's it's a good thing. I'm a fanatic about um, our customers getting taken care of. I'm a fanatic about the husbandry of our animals. I'm a fanatic about the presentation of the store and how it looks so that the customers do have a good experience. So, you know, over the years, Sandy and I developed as she said early on, lots of training methods and operations. You know, we've got I don't know, four or five manuals that we have written and put together um, to make it easy to bring people on and teach them and train them. And not just about aquatics and fish knowledge, but just business and operations and how to manage day to day 
things that go on in a retail environment. So that, that's uh, really helped us. And we're able to use those manuals with our managers and our staff so that they can implement all of the processes that we've developed over the years. I think another thing, too, Ed, that's really important is we stay involved in our industry. You know, we um, Bill stays in touch with um, Aquarius and um, product developers and um, public aquariums. And, you know, he stays, his network is quite wide. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll let him talk to that a little bit. Yeah, I mean, we, we've traveled to some um, important trade shows and um, we actually go and visit manufacturers around the country that produce a lot of the, the products that we carry um, to give them input on how they work and how they are perceived by our customers and then things that probably need to be changed or fixed or made better. And then, of course, visiting our suppliers where we get our, all of our fish and plants and uh, invertebrates. That's most important. That's number one, actually, for us at the store because it's important that we get the absolute best animals so that we can send home the absolute best with our customers. And to do that, you have to have a relationship with those vendors. Mm-hmm. Oh, and you have to know them. You have to meet them face-to-face. You have to talk to them consistently. They have to become family, just like the staff, so that, you know, that we get what we're looking for. Well, I, I, you know, one thing I want to interject there is is just talking about relationship building because I think where what whatever it is, whether you're dealing with a vendor, a client, or or somebody that is supporting you um, from from an abstract perspective, you, that relationship, you guys all working together as a team, that seems to be something that I've seen solid through and through, both between you, uh, meaning Bill and Sandy, watching that dynamic work, but and even your boys. You know, oh, that, that's that, yeah, where I, mean, I was going just, next. Yeah, it, it is. It's it's everyone has kind of bought in, um, you know, to to what you guys are are selling. Okay, and it, and it is the experience, and that kind of, you know, Sandy, this is really towards you because you're kind of more on the creative side. You know, how has the marketing for you guys really changed from when you opened the doors to before COVID and and since then? Well, you know, marketing has always been a puzzle, actually you know, as retail has changed. Um, since right before COVID, you know, everyone had to go into the shutdown mode. And it was it was scary for us because, um, well, the whole thing is scary, right? And I won't go into that, but in particular because we do live, you know, we have live living animals and uh, fish and, in our store and we wanted our customer to be able to take care of them. You know, we didn't want to just leave people out there without equipment or food or you know, what they needed to maintain their aquarium. So, you know, we made, um, we did everything that we could to keep things open for our customers, whether if you meet them at the curb, um, you know, we marketed that way. We sent out email blasts. We had the phone available for questions. We had someone, you know, kind of, we always have someone on call for emergency situations. So, you know, we marketed that way. You know, we were practice safe distancing, um, all of the things that we needed to do that um, the state and the CDC required of us, we did, and we did that extra, you know? Yeah, you want that extra mile. Yeah, we, we, even before, you know, it's odd because Bill and I talk about this, even before all of that happened, we were thinking of this, you know, our entrepreneurial mind, which, you know, it's just a gift in itself, I think, it's cursing sometimes, but most of the time it gets. I I think that means Um, we're all a little crazy, right? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, we are, you know, you got to. You have to be to take the risk to do the things you love, right? Absolutely. We kind of thought the process along even before things were announced. You know, I was making masks 
you know, <laughs> for everybody, my customers in the store, because I couldn't find any, I couldn't find elastic, you know, all of those things that go with it. Right. And, and we just stayed available for our customer. Now, the unique thing about our business and being a niche business, we found that as things began to loosen up a little bit, people weren't going anywhere and they weren't traveling and they weren't, you know, taking a vacation and they were sticking close to home. So, you know, our aquariums was a great thing to have at home. You know, you have TVs and electronics and all those other things, but, you know, it gets kind of boring after a while. And definitely. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. We were one of those businesses that added, were able to really. Yeah. Added yeah. to the home environment by, yeah. I mean, yeah. people. The vacation yeah. at home, staycation. Yeah. I mean, really, it's, it, it gives them that, that peace of mind. Oh, with, without a doubt. Prior to the COVID challenge, we did a lot of print type marketing, but once we got into COVID, we really pushed a lot of it into digital advertising. So, you know, email blast website and, and strong Google marketing, knowing that people would find us. We still do some print, but I think it was the digital that really made a difference. As Sandy said, people now want to stay at home, couldn't get out. Aquarium was something to do, and so they found us because of the digital marketing that we were doing. Well, you know, and, and see, and that's what's so important. I mean, Sandy, like you talked about it, you know, having that entrepreneurial mind, you know, a- adapting and, and overcoming and, and figuring. It's a puzzle, right? Um, you know, how can we get how can we get it done? How can we get it done? Because it changes. It evolves. And so you guys, I mean, from, you know, the end of April, uh, you know, beginning of May last year when, you know, I remember talking to you guys um, around the holidays, you guys are crazy. You have that annual sale, you know, right around spring break. And you have those times of the year where it's just so crazy busy that you basically live there. I mean, how do you, how do you keep that work-life balance? I mean, cause that, that's, especially in retail, cause that is, that's, it's tough. You heard Sandy talk about that <laughs> working together in um, I think what has happened that work life balance through the years, you know, hasn't you know, we always have these sales. Um, we've kind of approached them a little bit differently with social distancing, et cetera. But I think the work life balance to us is that we have certain parts of the business that we're better at, you know, than the other. Mm-hmm. And we have things that I like to do and things that Bill likes to do. And they are that, honestly, if you cut it down the road, you know, my, uh, it would be the color for me, in the <laughs> black and white accounting and math for Bill. Yep. You know, I, I don't like that stuff. I, I, my ADD tells me I, I don't do that. I don't focus well on those things. <laughs> right right brain, left brain. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's a perfect yeah, it, combination. It is awesome it, how you guys compliment each other that's that a way. Team. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So it has, you know, you have to find and and you have to take time off. You know, you can't just be there all the time because business is going to happen, you know, regardless. Even some of the brick and mortar business owners that I know, even through this COVID, that their business has been down, you know, they still need to allow themselves that schedule and that schedule time. Because if you don't, you can kind of make yourself crazy and run things crazy and not focus on what you really need to focus on. And I think one of the best things that probably happened for Sandy and I that balance was having kids. Yeah, <laughs> and I honestly, that that's a great equalizer, because, isn't it? <laughs> as you know, we have two boys, but it, it, it allowed me, it forced me, allowed me to actually take some time away from work to be in with them and spend time with them. And, you know, whether it's outside or sports or school stuff, it, it was something that really helped me 
balance things, and I know help Sandy balance. Yeah, because I wouldn't have to be with him twenty four seven. You know, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Well, we we are a little familiar with that idea yeah, of being. I, I think we are. I think we are. That is for sure. You know, and and you know, and having that family. That's you know, that's when you realize what's really important. You know, I mean, you you have a passion for what you do, but you know, family. You know, for you guys, is obviously extremely important, um, and and that comes through because that's going back to to what you guys said earlier. I mean, that's how you treat everyone there at Aquarium Adventure. I mean, it really is because every time I come in there, they they really enjoy being there. Yeah, but they do things on their on their their time to um, to benefit others. We've been at the uh, at the end of that where we've seen them stretch outside and yeah. help us out. Yeah, um, absolutely. So yeah, that's that's unique. So you know. Well, first of all, how long have you guys been in business? Uh, the this club store's 23 been years. 24. Mm-hmm. Going on 24. Wow. Yeah. wow. Okay. So in, in 24 years, uh, you know, I know it's not a hockey stick straight up as far as, you know, uh, everything going great. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, you've, you have some, uh, you know, ups and downs going through it. So, you know, what are some of the things that struggles that, that you can maybe talk about and share with us and, and how you turned that into a success down the road or how you learned from those kind of experiences? Well, you know, when you move hundreds of tons of gravel and glass and aquatic products to another location, um, and that was really challenging, you know. That was a big roll Um, of dice, too. Yeah, so, and for those of you that don't know, we recently, well, it's been how many years now in the new location? 2017. 2017, we moved our entire 11,000 square foot store to another location. And it was great. You know, we just kept trying to find the positives and everything. First of all, it was finding the location. You know, the challenges of finding the right location in retail. The truth is location, location, location. And, you know, we were coming up to the end of the lease, and we didn't want to extend that particular lease. And so, you know, we looked at lots of places, and there were times when we felt the pressure of maybe we should just take this location. We're running out of time, you know. But we were stuck. You know, we were we we weren't good with that. You know, in our gut, it was like, no, this just isn't right. This just isn't right. So persistence, I think, has been the key to us living the ups and downs. You know, when I when when someone has a bad day, another usually picks them up. And so, you know, we you try to manage the stress in that way. And there have been lots of ups and downs, even more than moving a store. You know, retail in general. This internet thing has been a real talk about puzzle oh, yeah. yeah it really is buying merchandise and um you know coming out of COVID now bill can tell you he'll tell you a little bit about finding inventory getting inventory products out of covid yeah it's um it, i have to go back first of all and tell you that when we opened the store in june of 1997 i wanted you to know that at the time we were saying they were living in pittsburgh and Sandy was pregnant with our first son, Jonathan, and we had just sold a house, and I'm here in Columbus building and opening this store. So you have to understand, that was one of the hardest things we ever did was have a baby, sell a house, move the house, open a store, all within about two months. You guys like, having a lot, you guys like juggling a lot of balls at one time, don't you? Talk about some serious... I, I, guess that was, uh, I thought that was the hardest thing ever until we had to move the store in 2017, <laughs> which I swear we would never do again. So, um, But then again, that was very positive because that allowed us, you know, having a 20-year-old store at that time mm-hmm. allowed us to upgrade everything. 
Yeah. You know, yeah. and allowed us to, you know, have more state of the art equipment actually working in the store because things change a lot. In, you know, oh, technology, in a, in all technology. That oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, so it, you have to keep up. On. Well, and here's the other thing, too, that's cool when, when you know, um, you were pregnant with Jonathan and now he's there at the store with you guys. I mean, <laughs> I know. after college and every, I mean, that's what's pretty cool. Yeah, he came in, you know, to help through college. And, you know, we never we never have put to our kids that, you know, this is something you have to do at all. You know, they worked at the store once in a while as kids, you know, dressing up as a clown <laughs> in their clown costume or special events or whatever. But we didn't. It's, we didn't really think that they would come back to roost to work with us, you know? I think it's exactly them watching. I mean, it's amazing what our, our kids, but watching where they, they know. They when see more than you think. Yeah, they, uh, they, yeah, they get it. They do get it. They're seeing so, the bigger picture, that's for sure. All right, so last year, I mean, what what are your takeaways from, from last year? I mean, if, if there was, what, what did you do uh, and what do you think that you would change? Well, COVID was a, it was really tough. You know, in March, April last year, Ohio pretty much shut down all businesses and told everybody to stay at home. And as Sandy said earlier, we can, we were considered essential because we had number one animals in the store we had to take care of. So people had to be there to do that. And then, of course, we have supplies and equipment that people need to maintain their animals at home. So being essential, we opened minimal hours and it was it was tough at that time because there were no mask mandates other than employees needed to wear masks and it put everybody kind of at risk so it was it was very emotional ed oh yeah a lot of ups and downs because you know we we, we got through it and you know we have worked through it and a, a blessing on the other end is Everybody wants an aquarium because they're stuck at home. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's been very busy, very, very busy. Um, probably the highest year we've ever had in business would be this year. Wow. Um, because of people who are looking for something else to do at home rather than be on the computer all the time, you know, watching Netflix. So a lot, a lot of parent <laughs> teaching going on. So what yeah, better, what better tool than an aquarium? <laughs> Something that moves, you know, that's living, breathing, you know? Yeah. And another, another big part of too is, um, you know, we do ponds and water gardens. Yes. Mm. Maintain them and, you know, source, clean them up and, you know, have all the products available. And you do that both residential and commercial, right? Both residential and commercial, yes. And um, so this is a very busy time of the year for us. Oh, I bet it is, especially with it getting so warm so quick. Yeah, and, and that's another, you know, thing that happened last spring is that, you know, even as people were staying home more, you know, outdoor water gardening um, was big. And we, we've got a really strong base of customers that have come to us through the years that um, have always come to us for ponds, um, outdoor ponds and water gardens. So that's a really exciting time of year for us right now. Well, I think you touched on something right there and uh, you have a lot of repeat customers, people who are continuing to come back to you, but you're, you take care of the people on the front side and they become regular parts of your life. And I, that's something I 
I want to make sure that we focus on is it's not just about the relationships that you guys have with your employees, the relationships you have with your client, your vendors, and your your customers that come in the door. But I want to make sure that people can get a hold of you, Bill and Sandy. So why don't you tell us how people, if they don't know, um, let's let's direct them. How do they get a hold of you? How do they find you? Well, the good old World Wide Web is a great place to start. <laughs> Our website's probably the, the best thing, and that's uh, AquariumAdventureColumbus.com is the best thing. There's a lot of information there. tells you everything about our business, what we do, how to reach us. Um, we have a blog on there. Yeah. Oh, awesome. So, That's great. Other than that, um, you know, it's difficult sometimes. And, and But we're really old school retail, you guys. I think that's two-party part of the success that we have <laughs> is that, you know, it's sometimes difficult to get a hold of us on the phone because, you know, we focus on the customer that's in the store that needs the help then. So sometimes the phone will ring for a long time and it frustrates people when they're trying to get on the phone and ask the question. But, you know, I think what frustrates people more in, in your environment is if you turn your back on them, you know, to, to get to a customer and you start helping another customer over the phone when they're right in front of you. So, you know, our, and our customer service takes a bit of time, you know, because we are one-on-one and we do want to explain things thoroughly. So, you know, it, people can even generation, you know, we're that microwave generation that, you know, we want it, we want it now. The best thing to do is contact the website or come in personally. We're on Fishing a Road in Hilliard. Great. That's what I want to make sure is that we direct people to that location there as well as to check out your website. So um, if you have a small business in the Columbus area and you are like Aquarium Adventure where you have navigated these very big um, twists and turns and hills. Um, We want to hear from you. So as Ed always says, when difficult times hit, it's important to have a plan. And we build plans for our clients to help them avoid the anxiety of what happens next. When bad things happen, which they sometimes do, this is what we do. We have a plan in place. Small businesses need a plan and need to prepare for the unknowns. This is the largest asset most business owners have is their small business. So we want to make sure that we are out there supporting, learning about these small businesses. So give us a call if you know of a small business or if you are a small business owner. You can reach us at info at egsifinancial.com. You can give us a call here at the office, which is 614-526-4118. Or you can check us out on the internet also at www.egsifinancial.com. Thank you, Bill and Sandy. Thanks, Ed. Thanks, Bill and Sandy. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Thanks, guys. Our pleasure. We appreciate you. you tested your fitness level, not your workout routine. I'm talking about your financial endurance, because if saving to a 401k is the extent of your effort, it is time for you to start shaping up. And Ed Sedell is here to help you do that with the retirement trainer. It's his podcast to help you examine your financial stamina and learn the questions you should be asking and areas to focus on to help you get to that place you've been working so hard for a happy, comfortable retirement. And it's not as hard as some might have made you believe. Ed's broken it 
down into five simple steps. It's the retirement fitness plan, which he personally created to help clarify key areas of your financial life. Learn more about the retirement fitness plan at egsifinancial.com. Then subscribe, follow, and listen to the retirement trainer on Apple Podcasts, your iHeart app, or whichever podcast platform you prefer. Investment advisory services offered through EGSI Investment Management, DBA EGSI Financial Group, a registered investment advisor. Insurance and annuities offered through EGSI Financial Services, Inc., Ohio license number 1020619. 